Hey, everybody. Professor here. Before we get started with today's show, we want to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam is an interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. Say you're sitting around with your friends at a kickback, at a party, or even in the car on a road trip, and you want to play some music to really get the conversation and, and, and get things moving between you and your buddies or your family. Nothing like Pick a Jam to get that started. What you do is you pick a card, you look at the card, you read what's on the card. And you play a song associated with what the card tells you to say. So let, let's look at the card real quick. It says, you never get tired of. So this would be a song that I would never get tired of. And a song that I never get tired of is Shawn Michaels' theme song. Because I think I'm cute and I know I'm sexy. But there's so many different songs, interest themes that would go along with the prompts on the card. Which is why Pick a Jam is one of my favorite games to play with my friends and my family. So if you go to the link tree in my bio on my social medias and all of that stuff. If you go there and you click and you go to pickajam.com, right? You put in the promo code be great, you'll get 10% off your purchase and free shipping. And we're basically giving it away at that point, man. It is a great game. It's awesome to play with your friends and family. Pick a jam is an official sponsor of the pay window with Profit Sloan and we urge you to go and check them out. Now enjoy the show. Today on the pod, we discuss a miscarriage of justice. We watch Savage versus Steamboat at WrestleMania 3. Let's stuff the envelope, folks. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the pay window with profit Sloan presented by Pick a Jam. We hope you guys are having a wonderful day with everything is podcast. I am your host, the Professor Nick Harrison. You can follow me on all social media at Mr. Professor 318. Uh, I am so glad to have you here today because um, it is going to be a, a wonderful show uh, with one of the greatest matches of all time in some folks eyes it is the greatest match of all time and we have one of the greatest guests we've ever had on the show to talk about it with us but before we get to it let's bring on my uh podcast partner my tag team partner the uh what is it uh tom zinc to my uh rick martell uh, <laughs> slow kettering uh, aka sucio sloan 217 on all social media aka Lewis Rich like the turkey bacon. My man, what is up? I'm cool with being Marty Janetti in this situation. You're the Janetti to my Shawn Michaels. Yeah. You don't let me be HBK. See, that's why you I, I have no choice. Actually, I don't want to be Marty Janetti. I'm Diesel. <laughs> I'm I'm big. I'm, I'm big Diesel. Big Daddy Cool. Big Sexy. Daddy Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost, I, I can't be Marty Janetti. I gotta be. I gotta be Diesel. You, that's you, quite all right. Yeah, you know, I'm great, See, man. Uh, family's in town. We're ripping and running through the streets. And I saw y'all uh, ran into some napkin nights the other day. What, what, what was happening? What was what was the deal? What, what was he throwing up out of the window? I mean, yeah, I know, yeah. It was, black, it was a black gentleman driving uh driving an Uber down what was that, Carrollton? And dude was had somebody hanging out his back window, puking his guts away. You know, the napkin nights don't know how to handle their liquor. Your Lord, man. You I know? If you don't know what a napkin night is, look it up. Um, so Sloan, you know, it's been, and I have to say this real quick. I gotta give my he he don't toot his own horn. 
much like um, Arn Anderson, you know, he hates to toot his own horn, but toot too. Uh, there was a, a tweet that went out from one of our uh, former guests that talked about how Sloan was a rising star in uh, in professional wrestling media. And uh, I 100% agree, which is part of the reason why I enjoy, I love the comparison, you know, saying that you're Big Daddy Cool to my Shawn Michaels because, you know, Big Daddy Cool was on the rise. And then he became a champion in his own right and became the man. And right. I uh, 100% agree and I believe in that you know if y'all don't follow Sloan on social media go follow him please go follow him on TikTok so we can get to that 1000 so we can start going live you know every live I, I have now I tell people go follow my boy Sloan I wasn't even in my own live yesterday I was in love <laughs> live yesterday and was telling people to go follow Sloan shout out to my girl lovely uh, from the something, something else pod speaking of the something else pod and look also black, red, look at the transition because I am an experienced professional in this uh speaking of the uh of uh something else and the uh, black wrestling pod uh, our guest today uh participates in both of those uh you can follow him on all of the social medias i'm gonna bring him in because i don't want to mess up his uh username but my boy fam in the building is it ill fam 79 on twitter yes sir ill fam 79 in your social media choice what's happening fellas what's going on nothing much my brother it's great to have you on uh, so first and foremost, fam, I know that you are a part of the podcast game and also of wrestling media. Uh, you talk about wrestling some, you talk about other things as well. What is it that got you into professional wrestling in the first place? What made you a fan and how long have you been a fan? Very long time. You see that them the last two numbers uh, on my ad tell you a whole lot of stuff. I've been a pro wrestling fan for a very long time. I was... Uh, fortunate enough to have me a little TV in my bedroom as a kid. It's Saturday morning cartoons that just went off. I'm uh, coming down off of mom's bacon. So I go upstairs and soul train is on, but I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't into the whispers or something that day. I wonder why something else. So I'm shout out to love. Um, so I'm 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 going through the channels turning, and I see this great big white man. On the phone, right? Mm-hmm. And he's yelling and he's angry, he's aggressive. I'm like, what is this great big white man doing on the phone? So aggressive at the house, but he dressed up like he, I don't know, some kind of superhero. Mm-hmm. Turns out this white man is Paul Longworth, right? Yeah. He and um that racist gentleman Terry were working through some sort of uh beef. And that was the hook. I was like, what is these great big muscle dudes on TV talking about? Mind you, I got some OG cousins. And these the and and, and uh, shout out to Humpy, shout out to Booby. Um, they're also uh my hip hop OGs, like they they're like the, the 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 folks that put me on to like hip hop at a very young age or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm so I, I tell I I go to my cousin Booby, my cousin. Y'all seen these dudes? And then it was, yo, you ever heard of wrestling? Cuz come back with the cardboard belt with the aluminum foil front. He been in. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, there's also uh, uh, NWA over here. AWA over here. You know what I mean? You tune in the channel 54 WNUV. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And... Is that the, what did that say? 
Oh yeah, he's got that uh that 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 Sloan Sloan's World Championship made out of uh cardboard and uh duct tape. You know, I call it the cinnamon toast crunch championship because it kind of is, like, is that the is it a cinnamon toast crunch box that's made out of? I don't think uh, it is. No, this is I've had this for twenty seven years. I'm the twenty seven year champion. No one's beating me undefeated. It's a heck of know. a run, man. We might have to put you on the VIP. You know, I mean, I'm um, out here. I've got one move. <laughs> I got one move. That's it. That's all I need. It's all you need. That's what but, they say. That's all you need. Dad I told that to a lady one time too. I said, "All I got is one move." You know, I ain't got no money. <laughs> and if my back lock up, <laughs> I got a half a move. You gonna have to make a move, sweetheart. You gonna have to make a move. <laughs> Making moves, boy. It, so you know, it. I love hearing the origin stories of wrestling fans and where they're coming from because. You know, we were all kids once, and people call people marks. We were all marks at one point in our lives. You know, best way to watch. That's just who you are. I mean, if you can't really get it, wrestling is one of those things where if you're not like super into it, then then what you watching for in the first place? It's you you get invested in the storylines. I think that's one of the great things about what's going on with like the bloodline and all of that stuff right now because. It's a storyline that you can get invested in, and that's the best part about professional wrestling. And this match that we're talking about today is one of those matches where you can get invested in the storyline because of everything that happened leading into it and all the aftermath going on after the match. Now, before we get into talking about it, though, you know our sponsor, our partners, Pick a Jam. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, fam. It's an interactive card game where you can be the DJ. Uh, I'd like to play a game with Pick a Jam with you and Sloan right now. Pick a card, and we just decide on a song based on what's on the card, if you're okay with it. A song that reminds you of your childhood. Now, we can do wrestling themes if you would like to, but, you know, something that reminds you of your childhood. So, fam, I'll start with you. What is a song or a wrestling theme that reminds you of your childhood? Hey, um, riding in my mom's Escort in the 80s in Too Made Juicy Fruit always feels like my mom's escort on Fort Meade going to the laundromat. Man, that's it, man. That's, God, that's a good choice. Sloan. Patty LaBelle, uh, if only you knew. Reminds me of my grandma riding around uh, in her 1988 uh, Ford Cougar two-door going to the gas station to get her a pack of Territon 100s. You know, and then I was pumping. That's when pumping gas was a real thing. Like you were happy to pump gas. Oh, now yeah. you pump gas, you be like, shit. <laughs> Back then, gas was eighty-eight cent, mm-hmm. and you got out leaning on the side of the car, waving at people, and let it let it fill up until it clicked. Of course, of course. <sighs> For me, I don't know. We all had that 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 moment in our childhood like saturday morning you wake up mama put the the record on the vinyl player and mm. you start cleaning the house and for me it was always luther vandrum so anytime you can say any luther song you want to but i'm gonna pick never too much because it doesn't matter what luther song i was listening to i listened to ever it always reminds me of my mother because that was her man old luther that was her thing man she was old luther she loved it and we would always get up cleaning the stuff like Luther Vandross and Freddie Jackson and Prince and just we just you uh, uh, Melba Moore. You can just go on the Barcays. You can just go on and on and on with all that stuff, man. But Luther always reminds me of my childhood, and that's Pick Jam. Uh, we like to thank them for sponsoring the pod. We appreciate them. Now, 
Let's go ahead and get it. It's, oh, I'm sorry. If you go to uh, our, if you go to pickajam.com and put in the promo code Be Great, you can get ten percent off your purchase. It is a wonderful game to play with your family. So, really quick, quick. yes, sir. Go ahead. Really quick. The funniest thing, you we all teach our kids stuff, right? Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is when we see our kids learn through osmosis, like not something I just said. Here, this is what you're supposed to do. My kid is 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 into music, right? So quite often we'll go up. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm, I'll go upstairs in the house and I hear some of that New York trilling with the little sturdy, all that. You know what I mean? And like like he's a big Kansas City fan. So so when the Super Bowl was over, my son went upstairs on the surround sound system because they beat the Philadelphia Eagles and played Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. He's a petty kid, right? But I like this kid. I love I love him. Seeing him learn through osmosis and seeing stuff I did come out, you know what I mean, with him. So he's got his music going on while he's upstairs playing his game, and I hear never too much. And he knows the words. I'm like, fam, you 13. What did you what you know about that? He's like, yo, you used to play that on the way to school all the time. I was like, hmm. Maybe I did. It's beautiful, man. It's love. You love how your kids pick up your stuff, and especially your love for music. My son, you know, anytime he we live about a couple hours apart from each other. My twelve year old, but I'll go pick him up, and whenever I do, he's like, "Hey, can I plug my phone in so we can listen to some music?" I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. you know, this is my car, right? Like, this, we supposed to be listening to my music, and he started putting stuff on, and he's like, "Yeah, I like the old Kanye. I don't like new Kanye." I was a son. I understand. I understand. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I dig that a lot. I, I, I feel you. I wish my daughters got something from me other than my my attitude. That's it. Oh Lord Jesus. They we don't. Gonna, they gonna, don't care. Gonna, they are straight thugs. We gonna put them young ladies under attitude of prayer right now. Um, is there one? Please, are there please two? cover them. Please cover them. Yeah. So, I know my man Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, They'd be a short line, clothes line away from going to see their grandmother in heaven. Not with you. I mean, from like other, like with other people. Oh no, for me, correct. Not with me. Yeah, I was, I was praying. Yeah, I was praying for them out in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am not that timeout parent. No, 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 no. But you I, know the timeout you get when you're figuring out how to wake up. That's the timeout you get uh, when you wake up. Hey, did you learn your lesson? Cool, let's go get some ice cream. Now, two men that were trying to teach each other a, le- a lesson mm. in WrestleMania 3 were Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and the Macho Man Randy Savage. Now, f- first off, I have to ask, because they said it two different ways during the match. Do y'all say it as the Macho Man Randy Savage or Randy Macho Man Savage? I just say Macho Man. Usually. <laughs> Do I say Randy? I'll say Randy Savage or I'll say Macho Man. I usually don't Randy Macho Man Savage it up. I definitely don't say Macho Man. Ran- I know you know what? No, I say Macho Man Randy Savage. Cause I put it. I tell you, one thing I can't stand is like when people like when I'm if I'm doing like something on like a radio station or something like that, and they're like Nick the Professor Harris. I'm like, oh my god, oh please stop. Like no, 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 no. But they that's what. Finkel said, Randy, Macho Man, Savage. I'm like, what are you think? Randy Savage, the Macho Man. He messed up. No, no. 
it's Macho Man Randy Savage, big dog. What you doing? So lead into this match, and we all saw, and I have questions before we even talk about the match. We all saw the, if you watch WrestleMania 3, it's on Peacock, go back and watch. Watch WrestleMania 3 and the video package that they have. And by the way, WWE video packages before matches have come such a long way. Such a long way from where they were. Go back and watch and see what I'm talking about. But you watch the beginning package on the match, and uh, Macho Man basically tried to kill um, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, uh, crushed his larynx over the uh, over the uh, guardrail with an axe handle to the back of the head, then took the ring bell and tried to do the same thing. Uh, basically tried to crush this man's throat. Uh, he had beef with uh, George the Animal Steel, who tried to kidnap Elizabeth. Um, this man looks as though he was wearing a sweater, but no, it's just his natural body hair. It's all me, baby. It's all me. So, uh, <laughs> honestly, gentlemen, uh, do you have tufts like George the Animal Steel? Is your hair, are you, do you have a hair chest? Do you have on the back, anything like that? Is it, is it George the Animal Steel style or are you just like, you cool? That's a two-part answer, right? So the first part of the answer is I am sure most of your audience doesn't want to know, right? Second part is um, I am, other than my face, not a very hairy person at all. So, I don't have any, you know. Uh, I got, I'm part Indian, so, you know, we don't come with hair. That's true. That's why it's hard for me to get a beard. Uh, I don't have hair on my arms or my legs, you know. I got, I got the tough. Like I got taco meat on my chest. The sprigget, right. I just got the sprigget on my chest. I've been trying to grow a beard for years. It just doesn't work. I just get, like, bad skin out of it so quick detour before we continue on with this i'm sorry we're gonna go everywhere on this one because going back to watch wrestlemania 3 i watched a good bit of the stuff before this match and there was some pretty decent matches and some you know notable names that are on there but there's a six-man tag match fam me and you were talking about this before we even came on today uh six-man tag it was king kong bundy and two little people uh, Lord, what was his name? It was from Little Lord Littlebrook, uh, from England, and it was an uh, uh, Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo. Little Tokyo and definitely it, sounds like a little stripper. He just sound like sound like somebody on the pole, but it mm. was a small man. And on the other side, it was Hillbilly Jim, Little Beaver, who was Indian, had the whole Tatanka headgear and all that, and uh, the Haiti kid. Hey, don't you Google a little beaver now. Don't don't Google. Please, (laughs) if you're watching this right now, don't Google the term little beaver. I I implore you, please don't do it. You will end up on watch lists. You will get things on your computer that you shouldn't have on your computer. It will make it run slower. Please. Well, in Louisiana, you got to register your uh id to get on uh the p hub now so i was about to say that I, I don't know anything about that so i'm not i don't have anything to say about that uh but <laughs> don't do it but little haiti kid this little small black man with this little piece of hair in the back of his head yeah, he would uh, i i feel like <laughs> Sloan and Cameron Hawkins should go back and watch this match, especially just to have a conversation with each other. Because it'll be brief. <laughs> definitely, it's definitely the uh the precursor. 
It'll be long yeah. but short. It'd be short, very short. Yeah. Yeah. I regret even bringing. We'll that. say some big words in a short amount of time. Very nice. So very we, nice. <laughs> but they, they, you know, they had the um, all the stuff with George Animal Steel stealing Elizabeth, kidnapping her, all of this. Uh, then we get to the doctor who gives us an update on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Fam knows where I'm heading with this. Where's this dude's shirt? Where is his shirt? It is a doctor with a doctor a lab coat on and a stethoscope around his neck. No shirt. Do we know who that is? No. I would love to know, like somebody, somebody at me after y'all listen Please, to this, watch out. this, whatever. And let me know who that doctor was. I, I, I know, I don't know. I because I would like to sue him for malpractice immediately. I mean immediately. There's no I, way that his OR is clean. This nah, is nah, bad. nah. Absolutely. Maybe that's it's more sterile. You know what I mean? He didn't bring in any germs on the shirt. He just it was sterile. That's, that's not no. That's not how you bring. That's not how you keep germs out. That's in part how you keep them in. Gotcha. So it, you get your little taco meat on it. It's all right. Toughen his immune system. Rick and BI. At least it wasn't George the Animal Steel. So, no, that would have been. It been that totally. was, that's 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 a petri dish waiting to happen. That's disgusting. that man had on a back sweater. Mm. <laughs> Front, back, side to side, champ. One of those uh those uh Alpha Academy letter sweaters without the sweater. Uh, talking about him, that guy, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, no he what I think he was from uh Van Nuys, California, and had just left a uh set of a different kind of film. First of all, I'm just trying to figure out if you was looking at his throat, why you got his chest x ray up in the background because it's just even, even me and Gene looking at it like, dog, I don't even believe this, dog. You see, me and Gene stand that far away from people with the microphone, but Gene was like, way mm-hmm. back. Trying to interview the man. It's just gonna need the uh telescoping one this week. He did give ironically a clean bill of health to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and said that he was recovering miraculously well. And apparently the steamboat the, the, the dragon tried to go after uh Macho Man Randy Savage and wanted his revenge. So WrestleMania three was where he was going to get the revenge. Now, before the match, we see, of course, the the macho man Randy Savage delivering one of another one of those. Um, Colombian Bam Bam fueled promos uh, that he enjoyed so well. So, all time, where would you put the Macho Man in promo history? All time, where would you put it? Mm. You don't have to do a specific number. If you want to say top five, top ten, whatever, where would you put him promo-wise? He's a third-tier promo. And the reason why I'll say third tier is he's not that tier of does everything, right? The Dusties, the Ricks, the got that. You know what I'm saying? He's not there. But I also don't think he's in the tier of like that second tier of guys that are really good at like getting the point across. You know what I'm saying? It, at least he got you where you're supposed to go. Macho's on that third tier, right? Where you just feel everything he says. You don't even know what he said. Oh, eyes, Hogan, you got jealous. I want to tell you, brother, this. Uh, yeah. This Elizabeth isn't going anywhere. You can dig that, brother. You can tell her, wait a minute. Hey, go stand in the corner. Don't let eye, Elizabeth. You know what I'm saying, Elizabeth? Oh, you thought that was harsh. Wait until we get back to the room. Yeah, she's going to have a real problem then. Dig it. Whoa. Whoa. I'm not going to be so nice, huh? <laughs> I was here. 
I thought the Macho Man was reincarnated right here in the pod. Like, Yo, brother, receive sometimes. You got to do the cocaine sometimes, brother. Whoa, whoa, Just a little whoa, bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shout out to Florida Man. Just a pinch man. of the booger sugar, brother. <laughs> wait. That's normally how I be after I do it. Not that high I came. Now, wow. Red, whoa. Randy Savage. I would, um, I would say I'd. I, I have to concur with you. I would almost go second uh, with Savage because look, not mad at that. Promos in professional wrestling are about eliciting emotion from the people that you are that are listening to. You kind of draw them in, get them excited for the match, say something that's going to get them involved. Now, Macho Man's drawback, as you were saying, is that there are times where you had no idea what he was talking about. He was just going, but he was doing it so well, right? But there have been those guys in professional wrestling where you have no idea what they're saying. Ultimate Because I would almost, yeah, but yeah, I would also go Jake Roberts. Because Jake Roberts had that, he was just talking about anything sometimes. Nah, I don't know. Jake, Jake could get there. I mean, he could get there, but he would throw just about anything in the promo. Like, he could make, what, was, what made Jake great was that he could take anything and still make it fit towards what he's trying to say for his opponent. And he had to yell. He didn't have to yell. And that's how you, you draw him in. You, you have him to listen. You know, sometimes you you have those guys who whisper some and then get a little bit higher once they get more intense, then they go back down to the draw, you know. And, you know, Jake was great at the stuff. Jake was great at what he did, man. And he's still great. Jake can still cut a fire promo, man. He hasn't lost any bit of that he could still do it any of this stuff that you've seen him do in aew uh you still see glimpses of that guy mm-hmm. and uh savage you know he 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 was a little out there you know he's a little wild but that was part of who he was and that went into the gimmick you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i mean it you, let us know man those of you who are listening put it in the comments uh, put it out there on Twitter, responding. Where would you put the ma- Macho Man Randy Savage promo wise all time? Sloan, I'll put him in the top five. Yeah, you put I him mean, in the top five. Oh. I like him. This is this is what I like to do when I have a bad day, or I'm having a bad moment. I go look at old wrestling promos. I go look at Ric Flair. I go look at. Uh, I go watch a little Dusty, mm-hmm. and I go watch a. Lot. I, I have a whole playlist of Macho Man. So when I'm having a bad day, I just go look at that and just remember the cream always rises to the top, brother. Mm-hmm. When I need a good laugh, I go watch that one. But he's in my top five. I throw the rock in there. And if you let CM Punk cook, he'll get you there too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm going in. A, I don't, I like MJF, but MJF, he, he's got a, I got to see him do it in WWE or New Japan. I got to see you do it on a on the biggest stage. Yeah. Because even though I I like AEW but it's a third tier promotion hmm. if we're saying cuz WWE is one, then New Japan is second. Hmm. Ah, I put New Japan second. They got the, they have the cachet and they have people I'd say like New Japan whole... maybe I say New Japan maybe pre-pandemic post-pandemic uh New Japan they've had one show. 
uh-huh. that people Seriously? cared about. That people cared about. Hmm. Post pandemic, they've had one big show that really folks I feel like have cared about, and that was that um the last joint with uh Osprey and uh and and old school Kenny when Kenny came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care for Osprey, so yeah, you're not, he's not a big. Osprey. They went crazy though. They did. They did. That's cool. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> it's, it's Osprey. Oh man! So looking at this match between uh, Savage and the Dragon, Ricky gave himself. I uh, did a promo too, and like I like Ricky, but I can't say that he like he had the fire in his voice and he had a lot to say. But I still he just could not get me with that one. Like he just couldn't. He tried. He tried as best as he possibly could, but he just couldn't get me. But uh, that's neither here nor there. It was still a fire match. This is one of the. You greatest gotta remember. Matches. You gotta remember how bad the, the those um, I can't talk promos were. <coughs> like Steamboat was terrible. Now, right before the match, when you got the we have reached our moment, mm-hmm. the second like that, mm-hmm. I was like, bet we ready. That's all we needed. You know what I mean? Them weeks of, uh, 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 was mm-hmm. awful. I, yeah. Now Rick. Rick was my favorite wrestler back then. He's mm-hmm. still one of my favorites now. But even then, I was like, nah, Rick, I know you ain't nothing wrong with you, boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just, he tried, oh, though. Oh, Rick tried. Yeah, that, that larynx, man, that larynx. But to be honest, when when Macho was, was supposed to be assaulting him with that bell, I believed every second. Mm-hmm. I was beside myself as a very, very young man. I was sick. I was like, this macho tried to kill my homeboy. And it, it, it was it's everything leading into this match and getting into this match was just absolutely fantastic. And then the match itself lived up to all of the hype and more. It is literally one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. I will say that it's not even my favorite Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It's my favorite Macho Man match. But the uh, Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat in New Orleans will always be my favorite Ricky Ricky the Dragon Steamboat match uh, because they had such great chemistry. Macho Man and Rick had a lot of good chemistry too, Ricky Steamboat. But Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat wrestled each other like a thousand times. So they knew the dance, they knew the motions, they knew what they needed to do, especially the stuff to elicit the crowd. But because the crowd was always hot, for their matches because it was always ultimate good guy against ultimate bad guy. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the whole Ric Flair Sting deal. Ultimate good guy versus mm-hmm. the ultimate bad guy. And it was always the chase. Like Ricky's chasing Rick for the title. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it was kind of like this with uh, Macho Man as well. And it showed in the match how the way that they were going back and forth. Uh, just great action. No better arm drag ever in ever. the business than Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. No better arm drag ever. It was so clean, so crisp, so smooth, so quick. And if you knew how to take it, how to do it with him, nothing better in the business than that right there, man. I know the show is getting good. But we want to take a quick time out to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. So Pick a Jam is this interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. You know, it's sometimes when I'm hanging out with my family family or when I'm chilling with Sloan, 
it's hard for us to figure out who's going to get control of the stereo, who's going to get control of the music. So we'll pull out a deck of pick a jam, pick a jam right here. All right. So what you do is you take a card and then depending on what's on the card, you play a song that's associated with the prompt. Let's pick a card right now. And it said with a number in the title. Wow. That is, uh, uh, you know, I, what I would think of, Big E's theme song, Three and Enough, man, I need five. Now, we, uh, he doesn't use it anymore, but it's still one of my favorite interest themes ever, and I still play it all the time, and I think it's still available on streaming services. So things like that are, are what really get the conversation started, and you tell stories that go along with it, and I just kind of told a story right there about how I used to love that theme song and you listen to it all the time still now. And that's how conversations get started. That's how fun gets started between you and your family and friends. And it's all because of Pick a Jam. So if you go to the link in my bios and all of my social medias and stuff in that link tree is a link to the Pick a Jam website, or you can just go to Pick a Jam Dot com. You go there, you order your deck, and if you or if you use the promo code "be great," all one word, you get ten percent off of your purchase. You really can't beat that at all. So, make sure you go check out our friends at Pick a Jam, an official sponsor of the Pay Window with Prof and Sloan. Now, let's get back to the show. What are some yeah, of the? Your... Oh man, so good. He used to clap before he did it. That was it was it was very dope, man. Even back even. Toward his his last few things that he did with WWE when he came back and had that stuff with Jericho, he mm-hmm. was still with that arm with that big John Cena hole in his roof. He still came back with the with the arm drag with the clap with it, man. And it was still like you know he still got that you still got it chant from um from that crowd, man. And that that was it, man. I was like, yeah, see, I'm, I was right. That was my goat back then, and he's the precursor to all those guys, yeah. your Bretts, your Shawns, your Jerichos, like all those folks. Went to the school of Ricky the Ricky the Dragon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100. And what this was also a great match for like smaller guys because you know that was the era of the great big dude. Like you know Vince loved the great big guys, and he wanted to put the big guys on display on platform. They were always the main event guys. But this match between two smaller cats who really knew how to move around the ring. Was just it was something that you didn't really see, especially on this card or back during that time. But it was what inspired a lot of the guys that you just talked about: your Brett, your Jericho, your guys who went back and watched that match and were like, "Man, this is the, this is how I want to do it. This is how I want to be seen." And you're right, man. When he went back and wrestled Jericho uh, for the that, though he was great. He was great. And it just shows how great he was. And I, but I remember, and I want to ask this. I remember Ric Flair in the millions of documentaries that WWE did on Ric Flair and the Four Horsemen and all of them. When they talked about his rivalry with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, he always said the same thing. Ricky could have been one of the greatest of all time, but he never went heel. He never went heel. He never wanted to go heel. Do you think that that was uh, a good thing, a bad thing? for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Sloan, I'll go to you first. Do you think that was a good thing or a bad thing for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat that he never went heel and never really wanted to go heel? It's a good thing. I mean, somebody has to be the good guy and somebody has to be the pure good guy. So if he's going to be always the pure good guy, I'll take it. Like me, I would never I would never be a face. I don't like people enough to be a face. I, I'm a heel. I mean, I'm not a dirty heel. I'm just a heel. 
like I won't screw you out of your job, but like I'll trip you at my amusement. I respect that. I actually respect that. You know, I, I well, listen, I'm um you gotta do everything, right? I, I'm 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 definitely a proponent of and, and, and shout out to Chris Brown, not that Chris Brown. Um, but I always say if you get a chance and you have to ask yourself, yo, should I do something? Do it, right? And then you figure out, oh, well, I ain't like it, XYZ, but you gotta do the thing to know you don't like the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, he should have went here um in his career. It would have it would have filled it out. Now you 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 know why we didn't get as many great matches with Macho as we were supposed to, right? No, why? What happened? Is uh, I think Richie Steamboat, his kid was born right after mm-hmm. um, that match, and he asked for time off, and they ain't doing right. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody really did Ricky Steamboat right. I feel like he should have been a main event guy everywhere he went, and he should have been one that got a good run. He should have gotten, <clears throat> as the ultimate good guy, he shouldn't got one of those runs that your boy Terry got you know he should have gotten one of those long world title runs maybe if you gave him somebody that could work the mic for him gave him one of those like decent runs i mean i'm just saying for ricky i'm just saying like it's also his size if he came up in this era or like the john cena era he would have been the champion no doubt oh for a long time because ricky the dragon steamboat could have stole merch he did sell merch. He he sold tickets. That back then during those days of professional wrestling, as long as you sold tickets, you put butts in the seat, you were gonna get your opportunity to do something big. Plus, he had the the the, the, the karate wrap around his for his forehead. So all kids wanted that. I mean, everybody wanted one of those. You know what I'm saying? I would want one now. Myself. Right. I want one right now. <laughs> I want one when I'm I'm gonna go get on the grill. You think that wouldn't be a needed tool right now to keep the sweat out my eye? I tell you, it would have been something special. Uh, Fam, you still there? Yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. So, um, let's talk about, get into the match itself. We talked about the arm drags and how everything went. You know, George the Animal Steel was there at ringside for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Of course, the lovely Miss Elizabeth was there for the Macho Man Randy Savage. One thing that I noticed at the beginning, you know, Elizabeth, he Macho Man didn't touch a single piece of clothing that was on his body. Elizabeth took everything off of him. She gonna get me. Gonna get me. Down that aisle. You know, the Godfather was not the first pimp in the world wrestling uh, WWE deal because, you know. Nor the last. Nor the last. Moolah moolah. Oh, no, nor will he be the last. And Moolah was getting Moolah off of the Bula. <laughs> Moolah was there too. Queen Moolah uh, accompanying uh, King Harley Wraith in his match against JYD. Uh, shout out to JYD. Rest in peace. One of the greatest. That was my dad's favorite wrestler. One of the greatest of all time, JYD. My God, man. One of my favorite. Grab them cakes, baby. G-R-A-B-C-A-K-E-S. Boy. <laughs> Hey, I yeah. got that. I, I got that wax right over there. The, the wax for that is right over there. You know what? That, that, that's why we have you on the pod, baby. You in it to win it. So we look at this match and the back and forth between these two. Uh, just great action. I, outside of the action that was in the ring, because you had 
uh, I, I love the Macho Man suplexes. First off, let me get into that real quick because Macho Man was getting off some real nice, tight, and crisp suplexes, and it wasn't just like the straight up suplexes. He had some other uh, moves into in his repertoire. Just real nice, just good wrestling. That's one of the things that makes this match so great is the pure wrestling aspect of it. They had some high flying aspects too, but the pure wrestling going on between the two of these men uh, is something that a lot of people have looked at, studied, and tried to emulate, but it was just a great moment in time between the two of them. What were some of the your favorite aspects of this match, fam, when it came to the wrestling? The pace, right? It, everything was fast. It was like, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't like, I'm thinking, because if you've seen the notebook, if you've seen any documentaries of the match, they had like a notebook with like hundreds of steps like A, B, like they said that, that that Macho was very meticulous in the way he put matches together. And they memorized, like he would quiz Steamboat, like, man, bro, bro what's, what's 57? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they would go through and, but even as robotic as it is, the way the match was set out, it didn't look that way because the pace was so frenetic. Like it was just, just completely just, just energy, energy, energy. And, all those goddamn finishes, all those pins. The got the pin. My favorite pin of that match is the one that got the crowd, where they thought it counted three, but Macho put his leg on a rope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my! Like the crowd is going crazy. Like Steamboat won, and you hear them like, "Why are they still wrestling?" Like you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's that happened a couple match, times with this cor- with the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. This this match just did everything. They gave you story with the, you know what I'm saying? The 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 bookend of him trying to go get the bell again. They get they gave you the uh uh animal steel and Elizabeth stuff. It just did so much, man. I, it, it's just the the complete match, man. That match did everything. Sloan? Uh the stalking. Yeah. What's the stalking? Imagine having that hairy back silver gorilla come after your lady. You'd have to put him down in the most truculent way ever. I w- I would have to put that man down. Get down. Let somebody come after my wife. That's when that's when the wrestling game stops, and I have to like, dog. I'm finna shave my name in your back. Yuck. There was a <laughs> there was a point in this match where he had to move Elizabeth to the other side of the ring because George Animal Steel. Uh, gross. Uh, kept trying to chase after her, and um, you know that that's just ridiculous. But I I, I do get what you're saying, and both of you. I'm 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 with the pace part. One thing that I love about wrestling, especially certain wrestlers, is when they have no wasted motion. There was really no wasted motion in this match. I give you an example. Uh, Ace Austin is a guy that I love that wrestles in Impact. No wasted motion with this cat. Everything he does has a purpose and everything they did in this match had a purpose. Even when they weren't engaged with each other, they were engaged in the match. Mm-hmm. It had something to do with what was going on in the match. And I love that so much, just how to stay engaged because it keeps your crowd engaged. What keeps the crowd in the match is when everything that's going on in that match has a purpose, even when they're resting or whatever, they're still, purpose going on in the match now we spend sometimes on this some time on this pod talking about commentary teams and uh how the commentary team added or took away from the match in which we watched 
Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse the Body Ventura. How do we feel, boys? How did how how did they add to the mystique of this match if they added anything at all? Hey man, I missed the 100% heel commentary, right? Like I I get the subtle heel who leans a little bit for 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 the bad guys, but that the straight out like like monsoon he's he's throwing him out of the rope. He threw he should be disqualified. And then five minutes later, Macho throws him out, and he's like, "You got to start counting." Like you know what I'm saying? Like come on, Hebner. Like it was so it was it was it was the great like just that was the great performance. They were if that's my second. Yeah, I would say that's my second favorite um, uh, uh, commentator. Uh, uh, commentary team? Combination. Yeah, that's that's my second favorite team after uh, King and JR. I can see that. Like, I would I would go Gorilla and Heenan because Heenan was another one of those pure heel guys. But I feel you. Like, him and Ventura were a classic combination that it was just so fun to listen to them during the match and I love Gorilla was always just the straight guy. He was the you know he was pure face, body was pure heel and they were, you know, they weren't just well Gorilla wasn't out now. Well, yes he was. Like they were both cheering for their guy. It's like you sitting with your friend on the couch. You got one guy, your friend has the other guy and y'all basically just going back and forth like, "Oh man, don't worry, but he cheating." You know, he cheating. But he just did the same thing. Nah, man, but he had to do that because that's what was necessary for in order for him to get the win. Like it was so it's so fun to listen to them and watch them do it. But see, that's that's where I got the miscarriage of justice line from the beginning of the match, from the beginning of the pod because this oh, I'm sorry, Sloan, Where you put him? I'm getting all into it, man. Where you, I, where you, I, li- I like him, but uh, just because back then you could pretty much say anything and get away with it. Because when <laughs> Gorilla said something about uh, four years ago, I would have gave away my uh, mother-in-law. And Jesse said four years ago, anybody could have had your mother-in-law. I was <laughs> like, yo, yeah, bring that back. Bring that back. But I, I get what you're saying. Like, I don't want to be the nice guy. I don't want to say nothing nice. I want to be the heel commentator while the professor is the nice guy commentator. Keep it the same. Keep it the way it's supposed to be. I'd be like, oh, that was trash. That new guy, that nice guy did a trash move. The good guy. Oh, no, brother. No, brother. I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Cheering for the heel flat out. And then we should do dollar bets. Dollar bets before each match. <laughs> you know what, Professor? I bet you a dollar my boy comes through for me. Oh, to the pay window. Oh, look at look at that seamless. Tra- look at this guy, a pro, absolute pro. You I, know, I, I try. I went to school for this. You did. I love Gorilla, and I love the body, and you know what they were able to do, not just in this match, but just. All time, man, one of the great commentary teams of all time. It the miscarriage of justice line popped me every time I heard it's a miscarriage of justice, gorilla. You <laughs> he's that that chop, he put hit him in the eyes with that karate chop. That should be he should be disqualified. That was illegal. <laughs> just so many aspects of this, just the back and forth that they were going through. Like the first part of that match, they were just 
really just going back and forth, not even necessarily talking about the match. They were just just lamping, man. But it, I think it added a lot to the match because of the back and forth. Just everything going on in this match, from the crowd being really into it to Gorilla and Jesse being really into it and picking their sides to, of course, all of the elements that were part of the match. Now, the the climactic parts of the match where there were numerous false finishes, uh, close calls, uh, Dave Hepner catching strays from Jesse the Body Ventura because he's, quote-unquote, not doing his job. Um, and he got knocked out. And, you know, the macho man hits his elbow from the top rope. Um, he's got the match won, but can't get the job done because the referee is out. So he goes and he was going to get the uh ring bell and was gonna do some more of the same. Uh, gets it grabbed out of his hands by the uh, George the Animal Steel. Uh, then he goes, he, no, he tried to grab it, he kicks George the Animal Steel away. Goes, I felt like that, like a shoot kick, too. Yeah, like he he straight up kicked him in the head and was like, yo, no, I, I let me do this. So he tried to get away, got up on the top rope, still came again, and this time pushed him off of the top rope. Uh, small package by Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. One, two, three for the win. So the one thing that they don't, well, they tried to mention it on commentary uh-huh. is that when he was falling with the bell, he was supposed to have hit himself in the head. Yeah, which is why the small package was able to end the match right. because that, and I think that's why he kicked um, uh, 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 George Steele because Steele was trying to legit take the, the bell away. He was like, "No, stupid! I need it for the ending." Right, right. So George Steele, God rest his soul, almost botched the end of that match. Almost. Well, you know, it's you know, I can I guess he got some hair in his eyes. I don't know, but we. <laughs> And nothing wrong with a little extra hair sometimes. <laughs> so, to ask a question as we get ready to wrap this thing up, boy, y'all crazy. Re- real, real question: Was this a miscarriage of justice? Because does it end in George the Animal Steel pushing him on top of the bell, which is how Ricky the Dragon Steamboat ended up getting the one, two, three? It was a bit of poetic justice because of what the Macho Man did. To Ricky the Dragon Steamboat before this match even took place. But because George the Animal Steel injected himself into the match, was this truly a miscarriage of justice? I'm going to go with no reason. Final answer. <laughs> it ended exactly the way it was supposed to end. Sometimes sometimes the rule breakage, um, especially at WrestleMania, can just go the other way sometimes. And this mm-hmm. time it went the right way. Slow. You know what my coach used to say in high school, besides uh, my my mother can block better than you and she has no arms. Uh, Ooh, shout out to his no-armed mother. <laughs> he he would say... Because I have arms. You know, give her, give her a hand. <laughs> you know. Hey, give me one. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out and touch. But... Uh, High five? No, 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 no. no. Too soon, too soon. Firm shake. Oh, I'm sorry. You got to tell her to reach for the stars. Uh, reach hey, for the sky. Somebody pulls a gun out on her. Yeah, she got to reach for that brass ring. Reach for the sky, boy. Oh no, no. Lady, I need more than that shrug. 
I forgot where I was going with this, but uh, <laughs> what was your question, sir? Was this a miscarriage of justice? Uh, no. I mean, just like my coach, my other thing my coach used to say, uh, did they call a penalty? No? Then it wasn't a penalty. Yeah, you're didn't not happen. even a referee, baby. It didn't happen. You're just supposed to go out there and do what you're supposed to do. See, this is why I'd be the perfect heel manager for, like, a lily white woman. Let me be a heel. Let me be slick to like Roxanne Perez or uh, no, no. What's the what's the real what's the uh, what's the girl that's uh, uh, in NXT that's uh, Charlotte two point oh. Oh, um, uh, what's that girl name? Tiffany uh, Hatton, Tiffany Tiff- Stratton, uh, Tiffany Danielson. Yes, Tiffany Stratton. They call her Str- Stratton, yes, but that's yeah. Oh, you know Hawkins called her uh, T- uh, Tiffany Danielson because of. You know the skills, the skills. Oh well, let me let me be her manager, uh, Soul Rucker. Yeah, she can be the surfer girl next door. I want to be that Negro in our corner that's just corrupt. No, just go ahead, keep keep smiling, not do that right behind somebody back. Sloan, you would punch a you would punch a woman. Yes, right on. Oh, we at wrestling. Yeah, they punch us. Mm-hmm. You think I ain't finna come on behind her and snuff her too? Sloan went to the Randy Orton school of wrestling. Man, mm-hmm. all, anybody, anybody can get it. These hands are registered. As uh, my little brother likes to say, these hands are bisexual. Anybody can get it, a man or a woman. <laughs> Rated E for everybody. Oh, God, between 2 and 92. Oh, 8 to 80, blind, crippling, crazy. Yeah, this was a miscarriage of justice. That's, what, that's what's going to be my next T-shirt. Rated E for everybody. These hands. You, sir, are as a heel commentator are disappointing by not backing the heel in this case. It is a miscarriage of justice. The, wait, wait, wait. Who was the heel per se? The 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 back the, the macho man Randy Savage. How? What do you mean? How? He tried <laughs> to kill Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, that's so. cool. That's cool. But Steamboat Man tried to kidnap his old lady. But that's so, not Steamboat that did that though. That but was still, that. that's your man. I gotta clap you too, cause that's your man. Oh, you and then you brought him to the ring with you. So really, it was it was up. He followed. You got what you deserved. No man, George man, you can't. They, that, they hugged each other on the way to the on the way back to the uh to the backyard. That was the championship uh, and his hairy back. Pity hug. They was in cahoots. And all he did was put his hand on the back, a hand on the back of that man's head. It was like it's okay. Look, look, George did right. exactly what I want to do for Tiffany Stratton or Soul Rucker. Because they can't, they can't put me with uh, like Lash Legend. And then we'll be like the new uh, Nation of Domination. Bobby and Whitney. Oh. No, you know, they, as soon as they put two black people together, they be like new nation. I'm like, we have, we have other. Ideologies. That wasn't right, but it is. I w- I really wish that wasn't true, but it is. They do that every time, and it's look the first hurt. The first hurt business. They wanted them to be the. Uh, everybody was like, "Oh, we got the new nation of domination." Like we ain't got. No, that's sad, and we only got one black yeah. faction to compare. Same thing to. happened. Same thing happened with the new day. Remember, uh, 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 Woods came out with that with the uh, white suit instead of the. He came out with the white suit instead of the black suit, and he had the Malcolm X horn room glass. Say, brothers, I know y'all sick of all of this. What I will tell you, I was like, hold on, this is who y'all got as the militant. We just seen him. Mm-hmm. 
he was in it. Mm-hmm. But that was but that was but that was for that was for uh, research purposes. And that I had to know I, I had to try to make sure I didn't like it. Right. Yeah. Can't knock it till you try it, apparently. See? You can't know you like to you can't know your lactose intolerant unless you take a sip of milk, brothers. Yeah, yeah. so going on you know your lactose intolerant unless you take a silk sip of that board in. Uh so Ricky so, Steamboat should have went here. So Ricky Steamboat should have gone here, and then he wouldn't have had the miscarriage of justice happen to him. And there it is. It's a miscarriage of justice. He did it was it was a miscarriage of justice. Uh fam, we appreciate you coming on the pod, man. Thank you so much. Uh, what would you like to plug before we wrap this thing up? Uh, oh, um, you mean shows? Yes, shows, shows. Ill fam 79 on, on your all your social media, but way more importantly, um, at black wrestling, blackwrestling.com. Um, you mean shout out to Cal, shout out to Cuz, shout out to Drip, shout out to Mimi. Uh, at something else pod, that's, you know what I'm saying, something else, no G, because we all the G. You need, that's me and my sister, uh, 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 Lola, whatever color her hair is this week, um, lovely, you know what I mean? I know she preceded me on here, so shout out to her. Um, shout out to my man, Tony Brown, downtown Tony Brown, if you're not familiar, Google him, uh, amazing presence on social media, uh, old school brother, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, used to, you know, do do all sorts of wrestling and ring rats and cocaine back in the 80s. And, um, you know what I'm saying? We talk Pitting about all the matches. Back to the mat and banging rats. Yeah. <laughs> That's, hey, listen, shout out to my man, Tone Brown. Um, Every week, uh, Monday morning on the Black Wrestling Patreon, me and him uh, cover all the WrestleMania matches that uh, black people have attended uh, we are we are in, I believe, like 18. We're on WrestleMania 18 right now. So, um, yeah, man, um, you know, Black Wrestling at West Buffy, West Buffy Podcast. Shout out to Diz Brock. Um, I'm working, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Diz Brock kill. Uh, Diz Brock kill Cal and Rim Rock Fit. It's a lot of us. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm potting and then. And I go to sleep. Hey man, got a lot of love for it. Sloan, what you got for us, brother? You know, Susio Sloan two and seven on all social medias. Please follow me on on the TikTok. I have six hundred and forty six followers. I believe we're we're going strong. Uh, you know, uh, Susio Boys every Tuesday. Uh, Coffee with Rev every Tuesday and Thursday, seven thirty a.m. Eastern, until we decide to get off. Shout out to our sponsors, Luke Miller Champagne, 710 Labs, Dr. Dabber, Grow Gang Inc. Uh, what else? You know, uh, yeah, trying to think. I don't have as many as, 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 as fam, but I'm getting there, you know. I don't have any. I don't have a TikTok. Uh, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm trying to get as many pods as you. Oh, yeah. I want to come. I want to come on all y'all pods too. Throw up. Oh I yeah, we gonna work that. You know, out. I want to come to your hood, mess things up, and leave. You know, throw up gang signs at blind people and walk out. Oh yeah, black yeah, rap. Hey, you got to do it. You got. You know, got to yell at the deaf every now and then. They can't hear you anyway. It's not gonna offend them. So, uh, shout out to the Grambling State University softball team for that video of them celebrating in the dugout going viral. Uh, because you know we have like we. We 
have fun wherever we go. We black wherever we want to be black. So there it is. Um, shout out, uh, not a shout out, uh, Mr. Professor 318 on all social media platforms. Uh, just had my first video go to a million views on Instagram. Like I've done a million view videos on other platforms, but the first million view video on Instagram. So it's a pretty big deal for me. Uh, so thank you all for your support. Uh, let's keep grinding. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep, keep doing our thing. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, follow on all the platforms. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're doing big things over there and trying to make big moves with the uh, podcast. Uh, go follow Sloan on TikTok, please. Susio Sloan 217. We want to get into a thousand followers so he can start going live and uh, just keep grinding and pushing and doing all of that stuff. Oh, shout out to I'm our fun friend. in a box. He is. He's fun in a box. Uh, shout out to uh, Pick a Jam, our sponsor. Uh, great card game for the entire family. It's an interactive, interactive music card game where you can be the DJ. Go to pickajam.com and put in the promo code Be Great for 10% off of your purchase. Anywhere Bayou Independent Wrestling is, you need to go and check out Bayou Independent Wrestling and check out all the matches that they have on the. No, that's not what it was. Uh, <laughs> Wait, there's a chat on this thing? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> the shows are going to be so much better. Oh, God. We should have never oh. gave y'all technology. You oh, never. Uh, <laughs> my stomach legit hurts right now. Uh, by Independent Wrestling, uh, make sure you go and check them out wherever they're going to be. Uh, Hot Shot Forever is the show on uh march 18th it's cassidy riley's final final match so get out to west monroe and go check that one out i will be there a good number of other people will be there as well uh and sloan and i are now the official broadcast voices of bayou independent wrestling on on the youtubes so uh, make sure you go and check out all of their old matches uh where me and sloan can go back and forth on a lot of this stuff it's going to be a good time wait time uh, out. does the chat pop up on Oh, they can't like the viewers can't see the chat. No, it's 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 a private chat. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh it's gotten better. Because <laughs> Cocaine Bear was great. It was a great hit. Oh, uh, lines around the corner. Oh, uh, and close this Ooh. thing out right now, fam. We appreciate you for joining us, man. Thank you so much. Uh, you're welcome back on the pod anytime. Great wrestling historian and a good man. On top of that, so make sure y'all go follow him, LFAM79, on all social media platforms. If nobody has told you today, yo, oh, my wife would kill me if I didn't do this. Make sure you go check out the Nick Harrison collection uh, on Twin City Customs, uh, Twin City Designs, I guess is the website. And I'll go to the link in my bio on all social media platforms where you can find uh, the uh, shirts. We just put out hoodies this week, long sleeve tees, sweatshirts. We're going to get hats in, got stickers the whole night. So make sure y'all go and pick up the We Rock Together stuff because we find unity in music everywhere we go. Nobody's told you today. We are, you are loved. You're appreciated. You're important. You're more than enough exactly as you are and always remember to be great. Thank you for tuning in to another great episode of The Pay Window presented by Pick a Jam. We will see you guys next time. Goodbye, everybody. Watch this. Peace. Are my confession.